Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the IME Podcast. My name is Dominic Kilworth, athlete, personal trainer, business owner, and personal development enthusiast. I'm joined alongside with Jackson Tippett, who is also a personal trainer, influencer, and fitness model. Together, we are your host of this podcast, where with each episode, we'll bring you an inspiring message or person to help you live your best life. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Now, let's get into it. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to the I Am Me podcast. I am your host, Jackson Tippett, and today we have on board a very special guest that I have um, been talking back and forth with for about a month now, or a while, but uh, properly for about a month now. Um, I was very intrigued by his his online work um, through Instagram and the way he goes about his, yeah, his... um, the way he puts out his work and the way he showcases what he does. Um, he is Oren and uh, he's an online coach, um, very well known for, um, you know, transforming people um, and, you know, bringing out tra- great transformations. Not only that, but um, just um, being very knowledgeable and on point and um, very in detail with everything he does um, to a T. And, um, yeah, I'm really honoured to have him on board and I think it's going to be great to just um, jump away and just ask him some questions and just, yeah, see if we can learn anything out of it. And, yeah, I hope you really enjoy this. So um, I'm going to hand it over to you, um, Oren, and um, I'm just going to ask you, first of all, could you just fill the audience in a little bit um, about yourself? Yes, mate, of course. Um, So if they can't guess um, from the accent, I am originally from Northern Ireland. Um, I did um, study in Liverpool at John Lewis University, where I'd done a sports science degree. Um, after that, I, I moved back home, um, and that's whenever I got a job in a gym, mate. And I probably would not never have become a PT, except for the fact that one of my colleagues seen that there was a part-time course at a local college, and he said, mate, you fancy doing this, we can make a bit more money. Um, than the, the gym instructor role, and it's something for the future. And to be honest, mate, I wasn't. I wasn't overly um, excited about it. I was like, yeah, I'll do it maybe for a bit of a laugh. We'll see what the, what, what the score is with it. Um, but ended up doing the course, loved it. Um, and then that was 2010 when I officially qualified as a PT. Um, I have been in the fitness industry doing jobs like gym instructor and lifeguard, plus my, my degree, obviously, since 2005. Um, but 2010, I qualified as a PT. Um, Started working in a, like a local PT studio and then after probably about six months or a year there, I opened my own small little space. Um, I couldn't tell you how big it was, mate, but it was pretty damn small. It was big enough just for me and up to three or four clients at a time. Um, I did start a lot of boot camps and like sort of semi-private training then, which wasn't, wasn't really a massive thing at the time. But since then, it's become popular where you, you know, you're training two or three people at a time with their own personalized program. Um, and as a result, I, uh, it's a funny fact that I don't actually promote much, but I got featured in the USA Today and the independent newspapers as part of the World Fitness Elite, which was just basically 
a group of PTs who were recognized as sort of elite trainers who then shared their number one tip for, um, for the readers, basically. Um, so I stayed in Ireland for a while there, mate. And after, uh, after a breakup in 2013, I decided I would move cities. I just had enough of being where I was. And I'd met somebody on a course who got me a job at a gym in Glasgow in Scotland. And went to Glasgow, was there for four years, um, met my beautiful wife at the gym there. She used to come to all my spin classes and sort of stalked me a little bit on, in the gym. And before long, I started to notice her. And uh, yeah, I was there for four years, built a pretty successful business. And um, we got married in 2017. And me at that, that year was pretty, um, pretty bad weather in the UK. So my wife got a bit sick of it and she said, let's move to Australia. So she got us a job. She's a dentist. She got us a job and a visa, a temporary visa. That was two years ago, mate. And as luck have it, I landed in Doherty's Gym Perth, um, where I've been as a PT um, ever since. Um, we now have PR, and we're, we're grateful to be residents in this country and just loving life, mate, just working, um, spending time with my family. I've got a little daughter and just trying to be the best coach husband and dad that I can be really that's me in a nutshell buddy yeah I love it man um and it's great to have you um on board in our, our country and I think you're a great benefit to um a lot of people so um obviously we haven't met yet but I would love to connect and meet after this virus and pandemic when the borders open um I'm going to dip into some more questions now and just basically ask you, what are the differences between being a good trainer and a great coach, in your opinion? Oh, the, this is one, mate, that I, I can get quite fired up with. Um, to me, there's two differences in the world. You can be the best trainer in your town and not be a good coach. For me, what a trainer is, is literally the by-the-session coach. Um, the trainer is... They're really good at sessions and they're probably really, really smart and they can push somebody really fucking hard in the gym, yes. But the in-between part where it's the actual relationship with the client and the follow-up and the support and accountability is lacking. Maybe in the sessions, they're doing a lot for the client, but the follow-up with diet, training, just regular support and what a client needs moving forward they don't really provide that. There's little or no contact outside the gym. Training plans are few and far between. And it's sort of like, oh, here's a meal plan and here's another meal plan whenever you're ready to pay for the next one rather than thinking of themselves as a coach. So that's what a trainer is, in my opinion. So you can be a great trainer, but without being a good coach. So a coach is like a, a sort of an all-encompassing body or force that moves a client's life forward in like the best way possible they're not only there for the sessions and the support and the training and everything but they're there they're there for everything you know like they're a positive force that goes beyond the physical session and they're the best part of a client's day you know i have clients who will say to me and this is something i actually heard on a podcast about i think it was about a year and a half ago and the, whoever was on said, oh, my clients feel like they're my only client. And I thought, fuck, that's pretty cool. Imagine if my clients were getting so much from me that they felt like I literally had time, as much time in the day for them, and they weren't a burden to me. 
And I was on them all the time in terms of what they needed. Like, I, like they're my only client. Um, I thought that would be pretty cool. And it's something the clients have actually started to say to me since then. So one of my favorite quotes as well, mate, um, to round that one off is, it's never crowded on the extra mile. And that's because nobody fucking wants to go there. You know, that extra mile in a race is the, the part people get to the finish line and they don't just stop, right? It's the same with like trainers. Trainers see it as an hour session and then it stops. And then when they're ready to run the next race, which is the next session, then they're ready to go again. But they're not going the extra mile and going that extra bit in between the races and providing that support that they need. Yeah, 100%. Great points there. And I think the audience will love that. And, um, yeah, guys, really listen into this because these are great vital points that you can take on board um, if you are in this, um, you know, as an online coach or even, you know, with anything, quality over quantity um, and, you know, what you put into your business or your day-to-day life um, is definitely what you get out of it. So, yeah, in saying that, don't half-ass anything and uh, definitely give it your all. Um, How much does business come into online coaching more than just being knowledgeable in nutrition and training. So obviously online coaching, um, if you don't have knowledge in nutrition and training, um, in my eyes, yeah, well, you're not, you not meant for it. So, um, but once you've got that locked in, then how much more does business come into it to maybe make you more superior to someone that just has the knowledge in nutrition and training? Yeah, I think, mate, um, it's a good point. Like, people can be business owners and trainers, but they're not really entrepreneurs. They're not really driving the business forward. A lot of, a lot of what a lot of trainers do, mate, is they, they stack their diary full. Um, they think successful is, you know, 30 to 40 sessions a week or, you know, all these mad sessions. Um, and they're not really working in their business in terms of the stuff that they need to do to push the business forward. In my opinion, you need to have the balance of everything. You need to be able to deliver the in-person sessions. You need to be a stud in the nutrition and training realm, right? Because you need to get your client the result. But if you don't have the business skills to back it up, then you're not going to know, you're not going to be able to to serve people because nobody's going to know who you are. Like you can have all the training skills you want, um, but if you're if you don't have the business skills, nobody knows who you are, and then you can't demonstrate your results properly or how good a trainer you are. Same way, you can have all the um, business skills in the world, but if you can't get the fucking results in the first place, then it's pointless knowing how to get hundred clients if they all leave after a month. So again, I'm here with another quote, mate, but something that I like to think about is. You can polish your turd up as much as you like, but trust me, somebody's only going to buy that shit once, right? Like as much as you polish things up and say that it's the fucking best thing in the world, when people realize it's a turd, they're not going to buy it again. Yeah, 100%. I love it. I love it. Um, This is really good. I'm really enjoying this podcast. Um, And it's true. Like, um, yeah, it just, even from my standpoint, um, how you go beyond that with your business, um, in terms of just your knowledge with nutrition and training, um, it really does set you apart and help you grow um, as being a, you know, a more superior online coach, in my opinion. Um, what do you, you know, with everything going on right now, um, I'm not going to lie, there's uh, not a lot of positives happening right now in the world, um, even though we shouldn't look at it that way. But there's, 
you know, gym shut down, um, basically everything shut at the moment. Um, and a lot of people are suffering, a lot of people are without jobs and business. Um, luckily, myself and you, we work from, um, you know, our phones and our laptops, but um, it's still very hard trying to create, a, you know, a different um, style with, you know, adjusting without the gyms and maybe doing home workouts and stuff like that. But what's pretty much the main positives that you see in the world um, as a result of this lockdown situation? Yeah, man, I think um, I think there's a lot of negatives. And if you were to read the news to try to keep up with everything, it's very easy to get drawn into that negative mindset. Like before the gyms were closed, man, I was expecting for about a week or two, I was expecting a full lockdown like what was happening in other countries. And, um, you know, I've got clients, some of them in Malaysia, some of them are in Italy. So to be honest, mate, whenever my client in Italy messaged me saying that he was on a lockdown, I didn't think much of it because it wasn't ma a massive issue in Australia at the time. And I thought, oh, by lockdown, he means just the gyms are closed. They'll be opening in, you know, a couple of weeks. And then he messaged me a week or two later and he's like, no, we're going full lockdown. We can't leave the house. And I was like, okay, then maybe this is getting pretty serious. So that's when I started to sort of pay attention to it. So even though it wasn't, it wasn't as big an issue over here. I was kind of preparing myself for it. And as a result, I was kind of watching the news a lot. And as a result, I was pretty stressed and pretty down. I was always checking it every couple of hours to see what the latest updates were. Were we going to lockdown? How many people had died? How many cases was there? It's, um, it's very easy to get drawn into that negative mindset, right? But since then, you know, I've, stopped, I've stopped watching the news. I literally rely on my wife or my in-laws to tell me, what's going on. Um, obviously, my clients tell me what's going on in their, their countries, whether in the UK, Canada, Italy, Malaysia, because um, obviously I don't know the situation there unless I hear from them. But the positives, now that I've focused on the positives, it, it's, it's a time to connect, right? It's, everything's slowed down. Like the pace of life is so slow. We don't need to commute to work. We don't need to commute to the gym. We've got time to do certain things, mate, you know, like, Normally, I wouldn't have the time to do a call like this, um, but now I do, and I've been prioritizing calls and lives with people. Like, we can connect with so many people. For example, I had one of my good friends who was actually my first coach back in 2013 before I moved to Glasgow, and he took me through a body transformation, and he came on and done a talk on nutrition. Since then, he's become a PhD in nutrition, and I thought, right, let's get him on to talk about COVID. Um, so we had a chat for about 15 minutes on Zoom, we done a live Instagram and then we jumped on Instagram, like a private Instagram call um, and we connected again and we talked for about two hours that whole day mate, and we hadn't spoke like while we can see each other. We were just matching on WhatsApp, like checking in on each other and we got a, an opportunity to reconnect and it was absolutely awesome, you know, and this is a time where you're, you're working from home, so you're around your family, you're around your wife, you're around your kids. You know, you can take time to, you know, for example, my mom and dad are back in Ireland. I can Skype them, you know, if we get the time difference right. You can, you know, you can phone more friends. You can, you know, connect with people. And like yourself, me and you have connected more in the past three weeks because of the lockdown than we had previously. So a massive positive out of this is we can actually connect and like experience what it's like to speak to people again and really like be there for each other in this time. Um, like I said, it's family time. It's like that. It's time for business growth as well, mate. Like there's so much. Like a lot of the time I'm in Doherty's from 5.30 in the morning till about lunchtime. 
And I come home, I've got all my online stuff to do in terms of check-ins, you know, everything that needs done for the business. I need to like learn and grow as a coach. And now that everything's slowed down a little bit, I've got time where I can plan my sales strategies, what I want to launch coming out of this, how to basically come out of lockdown stronger than before in business. And that's the same with people. Like if you've got a growth mindset where you can, you're looking to improve yourself in this time, you can pick a book up off Amazon on any topic and you can read it and you can come up, come a little bit more assertive in what you know on that topic. You know, if you want a promotion at work, you can learn what needs done. You, you, do you want to learn management course? Do you want to learn people like how to do a team management sort of course, team building, um, all this stuff. So when you go back to the office, you can say to your boss, listen, I've done all this shit. When's the next job coming up? I want to move up the ladder. And then it looks like you've been productive in this time, whether you're actually working from home or whether you've been laid off and you just need to improve and learn something new. Um, so it's a time to grow. And if we think of it as a, a positive time, like I've embraced it, mate. Like I get out every day for a walk, either with my wife and kid, or if they're busy or the baby's sleeping, sometimes I go out for a walk by myself and listen to a podcast. Or if my wife's at work, I'll just go out for myself for a long walk. It gets me away from the, the laptop. It's like I've embraced the whole situation where I know when I need to work and when I can go out for stuff like that. I mean, as a result, I'm a quite a pasty little Irishman. I'm getting a quite a decent tan from running around in my, my stringers <laughs> close to the beach. So um, that's another positive for me is I'm getting a bit of color on my skin, man. <laughs> <laughs> Soon you'll be as dark as me. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, buddy. That's going to be a while before that. Huh? <laughs> I love it, man. But everyone should really take that on board that, yeah, you, we should look at this as a positive. Um, if we look at it as a negative, you know, it's not going to make the situation any better and only consumes more energy. And, um, yeah, like I've been doing the same with myself, just um, utilizing more time to stuff I wouldn't have done when this situation wouldn't have happened. Like, you know, getting out and walking and using more time to work on my business and, you know, being around my family more. So there, there's some pretty good points there. And um, I think everyone should try be positive because um, we're all in the same boat together and ride this together. Um, so what are some of the top tips that you can implement right now, whether you are a normal person or a business owner to thrive during the lockdown around this, around the world? Um, I think that routine has to be key, right? Um, like when we were working before people normally have a set habit. So they'll go to the gym at a certain time they wake up at a certain time, they eat breakfast, a certain breakfast, they will you know, commute to work to get to the gym or go straight to the office, whatever they're doing. Then They know basically what's happening in their day. It's structured. Now, the problem is people lose their job or they get on reduced hours or they're working from home and suddenly that structure just disappears. So what was keeping them together before now it's gone completely out the window. So I think having some sort of a routine is key. I mean, this is something I struggled with over the past few weeks. Like I would have certain calls with clients, like Zoom personal training sessions um, with them. And I would be getting up for these calls and I'd know when I had that, but I wouldn't really know what to be doing in the meantime, like when I was going to take a break to, you know, go down and have a play with my daughter and, you know, be around her and be around my wife. Um, I wasn't really like sure how to structure my day. So this week, literally at the weekend, I pulled out a pen and paper and I've wrote down a rough schedule for each day. I have now, so like tomorrow, whenever my wife's off, 
um, and we'll be spending a lot more time together. I'll give her a copy of my schedule written out on a piece of paper so she can go to the bedroom and she can look at it and say, right, O's in, in the office now, but he's got a break at nine. So if Evie sleeps at, at 8.30, then it means we can go for a coffee at half nine when she wakes up and we can, we can sort of plan the day better. And I've also cleared out one of my whiteboards in my office so that literally on a day like tomorrow, I can put up there saying, you know, 6 to 9 a.m., I'm going to work on client check-ins and Instagram posts or whatever I need to do. And then when, when I get bored and I get distracted from what I'm doing and I'm jumping on Instagram to message somebody, I can look at that board and be like, no, no, this is work time. So then I can have that two-hour break. So maybe it's like where people can have that routine and just structure their day better so that they're not sort of twiddling their thumbs and thinking, what am I going to do with the day? You know, and little things that you used to say, like, same as me, you go out for a nice walk, you get some fresh air and sunshine. I mean, that's going to be killer for your mental health right now. If you're stuck in the house all day, I mean, we've got to think of it as this is a massive, we're privileged. I have a client in Malaysia who is on military lockdown and he cannot leave his one bedroom house. And Nick, if you're listening to this, big shout out to you. But he's got a one-bedroom apartment, and he literally can only walk to the grocery store. I mean, how many times can you go to the grocery store before they notice that you're, you've been out multiple times? Like, they've got to have legal documents saying why they've left the house, where, what store they're going to, and what time it is. And obviously, if you get stopped in the street, they probably take that off you, and it goes into the system somewhere. So if you're out multiple times, they're probably like, hang on, what the fuck are you doing out? Like, you're meant to be in your house. So we're in a privileged position now. We can get out and do shit like this. And you need to treat it as a fucking privilege and go out and do it and actually enjoy it. Like sunshine and fresh air are going to be non-negotiables for me at the minute. Like everyone should be doing it. Everyone should be having some downtime away from, you know, their, their job. Like it, whether it's an hour of mindless Netflix every night or they take a break for that walk at lunchtime and go out with a family or they literally have these structured little breaks where they'll maybe put the laptop down and they'll go and like get off from the table and even scroll on Instagram for 10 minutes every hour, you know, could, could be the difference between being mentally sane and being pulled down. Um, and like I said before, like don't watch the news, try to grow as a person and learn something new. And if you need to get some help, like hire a coach, like if this is a, t- this is a time where we can come out of this with a, incredible change our body we're not tempted to go out and eat at restaurants we are not um you know we're not we're not at work we've got a lot of time back from commuting so we should be able to um come out of this in our base shape ever potentially somebody needs to hire a coach to help them get there faster than they could by themselves maybe people don't know what to do from home with a workout but by reaching out to somebody like you me or any other trainer who they resonate with they can you know, improve their health, improve their fitness and know where they're moving forward so they don't have to keep playing guesswork. Yeah, I love it. Um, and it's it's really important. Um, the one that I took out of it is uh, we've got fresh air and we can go outside. And um, honestly, like, it's it's pretty it's pretty damn good. Like, and we've got it pretty good, to be honest. And it's something that we should all do on a daily because I've got a lot of mates in the UK right now that I'm talking to and um, around the world. And yeah, they, like you said, they literally can't leave their house or they can to go to the groceries once. Like, you know, imagine if you, imagine if you didn't have like, um, you didn't even have cardio equipment in your house or weights and you couldn't leave, like you couldn't even do exercise. Yeah. Like 
you know, just have to send you mental. So I think everyone right now in Australia, I know we're all on the same um, restrictions. So everyone should be taking that as just a little simple thing, but something so fortunate that we can do. 100%. Um, I'm gonna. This is. Uh, this is just. I'm gonna end with my last question. Um, I always wanted to ask you this, but um, what's your most hated fad in the fitness industry? Oh, um, okay. Most hated fad would have to be. I can I give you two. How about that? Yeah, hundred percent. Either Far away. One trick pony. So people who believe one dogmatic system is the king in terms of you can only do keto for fat loss. You can only do this specific type of training for strength or fitness or bodybuilding. Um, or just that they're not, they're too close of a mindset. They don't see the bigger picture and how they, their approach might not be wrong, but how another approach might be beneficial. And you can't talk to these people, right? They're just a one trick pony who just keeps doing their thing. Um, and the other one would be a snake oil salesman. So people who sell like, supplements or something as the cure to everything like you'll have people who in the midst of this coronavirus will be telling you that certain supplements and you know methods of like machines and different things will be uh they can program this machine to cure coronavirus and that's just fucking not true and it's a it's a pain in the ass and it's um that's my two probably pet hates i don't know which one would be um, my most hated, but they're both up there. What about you? Um, yeah, I like them. <laughs> um, to be honest, um, oh come on, just the typical one. You can't eat carbs after six pm yeah. or after dark. <laughs> um, like come on, like it's yeah. I just people, uh, the amount of bro science going out there is just it's just crazy, man. Yeah, and um, it's really. The more you really, you know, get knowledgeable and learn, um, you just realize how do people even come up with these things? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if anything, I think carbs are more beneficial to have a little bit before bed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or you can backload your carbs or you might train at night. Like, exactly. To say to, to, say to take them out, um, when at the end of the day, it comes down to the 24-hour clock or the weekly surplus or deficit. Mm-hmm. Um, and to say you can't have them at a certain time, but you can have them in the morning, and it doesn't make you fat. It just, it doesn't make sense, man. <laughs> yeah. The one thing as well so, I think about is like, so what happens when it hits 601? It's like all of a sudden your body just <laughs> says, no, sorry, I'm not taking those carbs in. They're going straight to fat. Sorry. Like business is done for the day. It's just not how the body works. Right. But like it's, man, you see people still talk about it to this day, yeah. like every single, like, you know, a lot of people still talk about it to this day that, it's they believe in it <laughs> yeah it's crazy so, um so we're gonna probably wrap it up there um i really really enjoyed that um some great points um more towards the business and more towards just being positive and what you can take out of it during this time um it was awesome to connect and um before we before we um finish it off i just want to see if there's anything that you wanted to ask me or if you wanted to um go over anything and just finish what you had to say or anything like that I mean, the only thing i was going to really ask is what's what's the big plans for the brand and everything with you now that we've obviously mentioned like we're both working on our businesses at this time so what does jacks have planned with with his future yeah good question um 
so a little bit, little bit secret at the moment in the work. But um, nah. Um, so first of all, um, I don't even have my uh, website up at the moment, which is way, but way beyond, um, way a step ahead of you. Um, so I'm currently just working on that, um, uh, just to get my website up properly. Yep. Um, which will create just a lot better, um image and information to get my leads on if that makes sense yeah yeah um rather than sending emails without you know wording pictures of me um videos you know testimonials transformations um you can only do so much on instagram so that's my first step um and then i'm literally working on something literally as of now too um so working on my clothing um for my actual for anyone but for my clients um, so I'm going to be bringing out shirts that, um, I can't say what they are yet, but it'll be, you know, revolved around team jacks with, um, but not just like gym, not fully just gym shirts. Like it will be tailored to that, but I'm going to design it and tweak it a bit so it can be kind of worn casually. Um, so that's a big thing. And I want to get, um, obviously anyone to purchase them and support it and try wear it and rep it. Um, so they're the two things that are on um, as of the next, you know, month. Um, but in the future, it's more I want to just keep growing it and uh, my business. And, you know, there's no set time, but I want to get uh, a head trainer working off me. So I want to um, flick my leads off to a trainer that works by me, Um you know, once I get, you know, really, really busy, which I am busy, but I, I obviously want to get, you know, more busy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I want to have someone working off me. And, um, you know, my, my goal obviously then further, you know, I'm talking two to five years is I won't even be actually doing anything. I'll have trainers working off me, writing all the plans and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd love to travel the world and just um, be known as a, as an online coach and also dip into some motivational speaking, um, on the side. Yeah. Cool. It's pretty yeah. cool, man. It's, um, you know, there's, there's endless opportunities with what you want to do in life. So, um, it's more just how you take about it and who you surround yourself around, to be honest. Yeah. hundred percent uh, agree. But is there anything you, you know, you've got up in the works or is it just the basics with keep showing your online coaching or, yeah, I think this phase me, it really is all about sort of steadying the ship and making sure that we are, um, all clients are supportive, uh, supported, sorry, not supportive, um, so that they're supported during this time and they're getting exactly what they need from me and, you know, taking on a few clients where, where and when I can, but the main thing is keeping them, them happy and, and moving forward. Um, I'm doing up an exercise library for at-home training for clients, which is going to be a Vimeo password-protected um, library. And I'm going to do that, obviously, when gyms open again. I'm going to record uh, exercise tutorials for people. And I think it's just really just re-engaging with my audience in terms of Instagram, emails, and getting some things together for future projects. I want to launch a guy's muscle building, or sorry, guy's shred, um, program which is going to be a sort of cheap cheaper option to work with me for the guys who can't afford full online coaching and obviously you've probably seen on my instagram i'm known around perth for the beach shoots that i do so it's just getting certain things like websites all up and running and so that whenever we do the next one it's pretty much all the background work is done 
because this is stuff that normally we don't have time to do and we should have time to do it now in this this lockdown environment so it's kind of making the most of that i guess yeah i love it um and you know i'm sure your um, career will go well and you know it's only just starting but to see how far you've come um already and you know with what you've implemented and got in store um yeah man there's no reason why you can't be a top coach around the world in my opinion Thank um, you, so i think we just keep pushing and keep helping each other and um hopefully we get another podcast up together um or some live videos on instagram yeah and um just keep yeah helping and spreading knowledge um that we have um to you know to the audience yeah um yeah, so I'm going to wrap it up there. I really appreciate you coming on board. Um, I can't wait to get this edited and up on Spotify um, and all the other, you know, formats and Instagram and um, just see some feedback that comes out of it. Yeah, I'm excited, buddy. Thank you for having me on. It's actually only the second time I've ever been on a podcast. So I appreciate the invite on and hopefully it's been beneficial for you and for your listeners. 100%, man. Um, you're a natural. And um, yeah, <laughs> I definitely got some tips off it. And I know the audience will too. So Perfect. thanks for that, man. And um, yeah, everyone out there, thank you. And um, can't wait for you to tune in and listen to this one.